Welcome to RCS. As always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Hi. Hi. How are you, Dan? I am settling in. <laughs> Welcome to Lowered Expectations. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming at you live from Drivers Club, brought to you by Haggerty, Carter Subaru, Avance, and Rainier Beer. And today's going to be a doozy. Yeah. This is our annual rally recap. Normally, it's the Seamont rally recap, and normally the West Coast isn't on fire when we run a rally. Yeah, and I just want to say this. Anything you may or may not hear in today's uh, stories is alleged. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly this happened. drive took um, place. We don't want to make anybody be guilty. Um, you know, and, and Todd's in the room, so it's kind of right? tough. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, um, we, it was fun. It was fun, actually. Yeah, I mean, um, as fun as it can be for running a rally during an apocalypse. I feel like it was one of those situations where, like, yeah, there was a fire, and and then the dam broke, and <laughs> and then the dam shut down, and then we had to go back, and then the deer came out, and then... <laughs> I'll tell you something. We'll get to that story a little bit later. If I ever hit an animal, when I get to my destination... I want Tammy and Alan there because I've never seen, we pulled up and there was, there was like wine and cups and like, ugh, yeah, just, I, I didn't hit a deer, but yeah, but somebody did. Somebody <laughs> did. Yeah. 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 So, um, where do we even start? Uh, Dan and I, uh, did not do COVID well. We needed a rally. They, sh- uh, shut down everything automotive we knew of. And so we said, screw it. <laughs> We're going to do a rally. Yeah, and no matter how much planning was in place, it does not help when they change the plans mid-drive. We uh, could have got everybody together on a Friday morning and had no plan and probably still would have been about the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to say this, uh, as long as you, you don't mind me telling the Porsche story, your Porsche story. So before the rally even started. Yes. Alan and Tammy were driving up here, and they were going to drive their Lotus and their brand new Porsche, well, new to them, uh, 911 Turbo. Turbo S, yeah. And um, driving up here, one of the headlights just disappeared. Just <laughs> decided it didn't want to be part of the car anymore, and, like, <laughs> just disappeared. Which yeah. probably should have been an omen for what, the, <laughs> what was going to happen. Um, but uh, that was, that. yeah, that was the start of it. Yeah, so before we even get there... They turn around, go back, and grab their uh, late model NSX, which is a fantastic car for a rally because, one, you have all-wheel drive, hybrid, so you have all that torque. It's a really comfortable car. Great car for the rally. But um, we left about 15 minutes late, uh, no fault of anybody's. We just later than we expected, and we had to change our route on day one. Um, which is not what you want to do on a rally you've been planning for weeks. Well, that, we months. should back up. We, we, did, we did do some stickers. We did a sticker yeah. party the night before. Thanks to Gorilla Mad for doing stickers. By the way, he told us that there were two stickers. There was like the light adhesive and then there was the heavy adhesive. Yeah. And he sold us the light adhesive one? Yes. Have you tried to get that off the side of your car yet? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we would have taken the paint off with yeah, the heavy adhesive. Yeah, I was like, I was like what, the heavy adhesive is like for hurricanes or what? <laughs> like, they looked fabulous. Uh, Dan came up with this wonderful idea and the fact that they're reflective. If you didn't see the fact that we got it from Ken Block, right? Uh, that was my inspiration was Ken Block's Raptor, actually. But, uh, I mean, the design is our RCS logo our design. from Salvo Design. I, so meant the, I meant the reflective side of it. Yeah, yeah the reflective so, idea yeah. was like, that's what I want to do because it just popped. It was... Nice and simple. We went with a really different design this year. It turned out really, really well. So thank you again, Jeremy and Salvo Design. Well, and it made us really visible to everything except deer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Next time we'll put them on the front. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that would have worked. No. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. So we leave on the rally, and I've, I've been talking with the Forest Service, uh, literally calling them, emailing them back and forth about which roads are open, which roads are closed. 
But it ended up detouring our route right away, and we decided, well, let's go around Mount Rainier and over Mount Rainier, which yeah. turned out to be the right call. They were going to let us go south and through on 12. Now, 410 was already closed, but they were going to let us go through, and they said, well, we're, we're closing the road intermittently, but you guys can go through. And I said, eh, let's not chance it. And so we went over. Well, we were going to do that road because we had Garoff, and we figured we'd just send his Corvette through, and if anything plastic melted, yeah, we'd the, be fine. But Right. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So didn't. we had a beautiful drive up Mount Rainier, a perfect start to the day. We got out of the smoke. It was just gorgeous. I mean, even with all the smoke down low, it was a picturesque day at Mount Rainier. So we got up to Paradise and we all kind of t- take a bathroom break. And if you've not been off the backside of Mount Rainier, when you're coming down the road that you came up, there, you, it's a quick left. Yeah. Yeah. And not a half a mile down the road, we get there and there's a road close sign. <laughs> And the back, I mean, I, I get out of the car, and I can see you doing the math, and I can see Shauna doing the math, like, oh, this is going to be a big detour. Yeah, like three hours. And so, allegedly, we all start talking, like, well, I mean, what if we didn't see the sign? <laughs> <laughs> what if the sign wasn't there? That, ironically, this is not the only time we're going to have this conversation during the rally. Um, and I don't know where or how it happened, but we, were, we, we took a moment to kind of take a breath, and out of nowhere comes the ranger and moves the sign. Yeah. And, I'm, and I still don't know why the road was closed, but... Uh, there was a, a short uh, rock fall on the road, as we told. Sure. So, yeah, just, just like a few... Fall. They just moved a few rocks off the road. They closed temporarily to clear it, check the road, and it was fine. Yeah. So we're like, okay, just a few-minute delay. This is fine. This isn't a big deal. It was a big deal. Um, we go down the mountain, and then and that's when the smoke moved in <laughs> for the entire rally. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, I mean, I think it was... It, the smoke just kind of followed the rally more than anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know... To be our, not to be critical to ourselves, but you know, the smoke was coming up from California and we decided to go towards California. So, (laughs) you know, it's kind of our own fault. Right. So we're running a little behind. We took a little too much time at the top. Our own fault. We didn't. You do realize that the only person that knew we were running behind was you? Right. The yeah, rest, yeah. The yeah. rest of us were having a lovely drive. No, it was beautiful. But I'm like, thinking, all right, we got to get on the road here. We got to get going. Yeah. We go down and everything, everything just took a little bit longer on day one especially when we started getting farther south. Yeah, yeah. Things got a little darker. <laughs> so Emotionally, physically. Yep, well, right. Yeah. So the fun really began when we got into Oregon. Uh, when we crossed into Oregon, we come down um, the Mary Hill Loops Road, which if you've never seen the Mary Hill Hill Climb, it's a historic road. You can, cl- you can buy it, close it down, and run an actual hill climb there. They'll rent it out to you. They have a hill climb association. You don't have to buy a hill to shut it down. We'll it's, talk about that later. That's true. <laughs> but in this case, you couldn't see Mary Hill. No. As we're coming down the road, it was like, hey, look, there's the Columbia River. You could not see the Columbia River while driving over the Columbia River. That's the smoke we were in. We stopped right after we crossed the Columbia. Like, And, and that, that truck stop was a zoo. Yeah. An absolute zoo. And I don't know why, but it was like, you couldn't see across the parking lot. And there was like 47 semis and us and, you know. No place to park. No place to park. And we definitely don't create a scene when we go places. No, not at all. With a bunch of supercars with reflective stickers. No. Yeah. Yeah. So we get out there and I have this drive documented on Dance Drives and it is part of the Endurance Drive. And we've, the last time we did this drive, it was stunning. We had the roads were just epic. This was you weren't on this one. This is actually the same route we were on where Hale took out the back window of an Aston Martin, and we all thought we damaged every car in the rally. Didn't happen this time. It was nice and smoky, and we couldn't see ten feet in front of us instead of Hale. So you decide which one's better. Um, I guess we didn't have to clear a rock slide. We did stop in that town though, so somebody could pull a bird out of the front of his Audi. <laughs> That's true. That was the first animal strike of yeah, this trip. The first animal strike of this trip. <laughs> 
So, yeah, he got an award for that, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just don't understand why he kept driving through the trees to try to scare the birds. It's weird <laughs> you know, for me, so exactly. Yeah, so... The, well, I mean, you, you skipped a small part there where we oh, kind remind of... Me. Huh? Do remind me. We 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 kind of lost a c- couple of people. Was that before? Yeah, I guess that was. Yeah, that was that was. We stopped at that Senco. Yeah, and uh, Sinclair, I should say, which was. I mean, if you haven't, if you're out on a rally, stop in these small town gas stations because you will find the most interesting people <laughs> in the world. That woman that was running that gas station was really about to take one of us in. Like, one, did not want to let us go. Like, she was really. <laughs> In my bubble, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, we um, we got uh, we we got out on a road outside of what what town? It's was the it? It, uh, I don't remember the name of the town. It's it's the, the division is the Hefner Spray Highway though. Yeah, and if uh, I was just gonna say that, yeah, yeah, for the people who drive through there, you'll know that's actually a pretty popular route um, for car enthusiasts. There's no really other reason to take it anymore. Um, there's nothing out there. You go to Riggs or you go to Hepner, you go to Spray. But this bypass through the forest is beautiful. It's an amazing drive, but it's very, very twisty. And if you miss a turn, it's super easy to miss a turn. You blink, you're going to miss a lot of the turns. Well, and we've talked about this too in, in past, like setting up a rally. A lot of times, you know, like the gold rushes of the of, of the area, they tell you where to start, where to finish. How you get there is your own yeah, they, they have some suggestions, but it's kind of get there when you, how you get we, there. We do give our people routes, and we suggest that they download the maps in the morning. Some people do, some people don't. You know, or it's just hard to follow, especially because you're going to lose service for probably yeah. at least seventy five percent of this drive. You're not going to have service, and God. so it's it's easy to miss a turn. Oh God, yes, especially when when we were when, spiritedly driving and having through a, smoke. Through smoke. <laughs> now, and I don't want to make this. We we, we weren't. Yeah, we this, were on this very very back roads. It was clear enough that we were in some valleys. It was really nice, but uh, about three cars, I think, got separated. Um, and went back uh, to the Sinclair station then to get GPS signal and then ended up, because we were in Oregon at that time. Yeah, right? but yeah. we were behind schedule, so they needed to s- sprout off and get to Bend as quickly as possible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pe- picking people up, meeting people along the route. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, sh- this is not the tech tip of the week. We will get that in. Um, but I can tell you right now, now from experience, not my own, I won't name names, but do not get pulled over anywhere in Oregon. Ever. 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 Um, yeah, if you think Washington can be strict on speed, you have no idea. Uh, I, that, I think outside of Virginia, this might be the worst place to get a ticket I've ever seen. So, Allegedly. Allegedly, some people may have been going quite a bit faster than the posted speed limit in the middle of nowhere. I, you know, I think the funniest part about this allegedly happening was they got the... I pulled you over, and you know I was on. I was just on my way to a, a fatality crash. Like, no, you're not. It, it's the middle of fire season. <laughs> like, I'm questioning priorities. Nobody, if you stop to pull me over yeah, for speeding. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, then why did you pull me over? Why don't you go deal with that? Yeah. No. Those, those family can wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that was. Yeah. So anyway, the point being is there's there's not a lot of lawyers who service that area, and so Oregon does speeding differently too. They, apparently, they have class A, B, C, D. And A is you're going to get the book thrown at you. Yeah, but I think in this case that that, that the people that were involved and 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 truthfully, I say this, it wasn't Dan and I. I know that's kind of surprising. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more surprising that it wasn't me. But um, I, I, their history of driving history is incredibly clean. And, yeah. And I mean, one of them doesn't really drive. 
but, <laughs> but she knew how to drive on this rally. Um, so, like, let's just, but, uh, so I, and because I was thinking deferment, like, I was thinking the best thing to do is have it deferred. They won't ever get a ticket in that county again. And or in Oregon, on. probably. Yeah, or yeah. in Oregon. Well, unless they go in Seamont next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll divert to like, we're going to have to go, we're going to go to like, we're going to Wyoming, Mo- Colorado, yeah, Montana, Arizona. Wyoming, yeah. and around Oregon and down. Yeah. I think that would be the preferred way to travel through Oregon yeah. at this point. Absolutely. That's funny because if you, I was listening or remembering back to our very early episodes, very early, like I think it was in the first 20 where I'd said how much I hated driving in Oregon because the speeds are ridiculous. You'll go from like 80 Idaho, 55 Oregon, same road, five seconds later, but no, same yeah. middle of nowhere, but Oregon. Anyway, uh, yeah, don't ever been, get a They should have been there. fighting fires anyways. Yeah, so nobody got negligent. Nobody got a reckless. They just got a, the fattest speeding tickets I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, new record. Yeah, new record. Uh, new record. So if this is a, congratulations. A, video, a video game, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> go uh, big or go home, which we, you almost went home. <laughs> it was funny because um, we try to do events at night, like when we get in, and we were way behind on this one because of smoke and roads and fires. And actually, it turned out to the fact that one of the roads we took – we were going to take, Yeah, there was some town we were going to go through that absolutely is not there anymore. It's not there anymore. Yeah. yeah. So part of our route south, um, one, of the, one of the towns in this town is Detroit, Oregon, uh, which I love going through. Part of our original route was through Detroit, Oregon, which the back road into Detroit is beautiful, and you can drive right on the dam. You came out the next morning, and you're like, Detroit burned down. And I'm like, yeah, I could see that. You're like, Detroit, Oregon. Oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. It's like, I get that. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I, I am sad about that. I, I really, that, yeah. it sucked starting the rally on that foot because it's, it's a really fun place to take people through who have never been there. And if you've driven to Sisters, Oregon from Salem, you pass through Detroit. But unless you've gone the back way into Detroit and across the dam, you're really missing the best part of going through there. And so to know that it's just gone is just plain tragic uh it was caused a huge detour on our route like i said a, a three-hour detour because we couldn't go in the way i wanted but also like it, it's just that's a beautiful part of the country that's just gone now um so well, that sucked and a whole beautiful part of the country we stayed at the sun Val- sun river sun river lodge which if you've never been there it's really cool it's, it's a city it's like a little city outside of yeah they have a water park like yeah. four different restaurants yeah uh, thanks for telling me that a water park as we're leaving <laughs> Well, we got in at like 10.30 at night and we, after a we disastrous... We all know that had it been open, I would have been there. I know. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, that's not... Yes. So, uh, and that and getting into, I mean, Bend, I think there was... It felt like there was a cop every minute. No, there was. It was just there like was. my radar detector was nonstop the and whole we were, way. We, we were all kind of a little frustrated. And we all kind of divided and conquered because everybody was hungry. Some of us went to Chick-fil-A. Some of us went to other places. And we kind of all just like... We got to the hotel and... Like, I don't know if you've traveled during COVID, but it's a little, like, you park outside, you call a phone number, and, and this is no insult to the lodge, but, like, you'd think the number that you'd call oh, would I call the, the front desk. No, you call, it calls some up, some person that's not even, you can tell is not there. Yeah. Accent-wise, personality-wise, they're not coughing, there's no smoke and wherever they're at. And then they get transferred <laughs> around nine times till you, finally, till you finally get transferred to the desk that you can see as you're sitting in your car. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I only gripe. I've been talking to them about that. Oh, ooh, yeah, man, ooh, I, I definitely followed up. Tongue but lashing from Dan. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> not a good thing this time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love throwing you you're off. Throwing me off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, the uh, Chick Fil A in Bend has terrible lighting. Just so you know. Yeah. Forewarning. <laughs> okay. To be fair, it really doesn't. <laughs> it's a really nice Chick Fil A. It's just 
um, how do I put this nicely? There are very large cement curbs that they just they just built it, and it's it's a very <laughs> it's Chick Fil A lighting. But be very very careful when you're driving through there. Um, we had we lost a wheel. So yeah. <laughs> again, still not me. So that was just day one, and I'm yeah. pretty sure day one went the best. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> no day I, three really. And um, Alan and I experienced this. And I'm all about saving sea turtles, but if you're going to serve somebody a thick milk, milkshake, you don't give them one of those straws that break down, <laughs> like the minute you, it touches milkshake. Okay. <laughs> I want to save a sea turtle. I threw away, I, well, I practically ate my straw. Never mind. <laughs> okay. Well, that is a perfect spot for our first break because day two got a lot more interesting. So we will be right back with the day two. On this week's Carter Subaru Tech Tip of the Week, we're going to talk about weight. No, not yours and all the weight you've gained over COVID-19, but uh, one of the most overlooked things people do when doing an off-road build. And that is when you're buying all your parts and you're adding everything up. Uh, most people like to make a spreadsheet and keep track of all that stuff just for cost and for resale later, and all those other reasons. But one of the things people tend to miss a lot of is adding the weight of things. So if you're doing, especially in an off-road build, you're going to want to modify your suspension to accommodate for all that weight. You had a big stainless front bumper, a winch, a roof rack, a t- pop-up tent, you know, whatever else you got under there, skid plates, uh, sliders, armor, everything else. That adds up to quite a bit of weight, sometimes over a 1,000 pounds. And, uh, well, your stock suspension wasn't made to handle that. So an easy way to do this is to just, when you get new parts, you can weigh them indiv- individually, but often you'll know before you, they even arrive at your doorstep. So make a separate column, put the weight in there, and then from there you can add on and determine if you need new suspension or if it can be adjusted. Most of the time, though, you're going to need new leafs or new springs to compensate for all that weight you're adding. So do yourself an early favor and add that weight to a column on your Excel spreadsheet. And that's your Carter Subaru Tip of the Week. We spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens. Laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. For people who love cars. And then the dam broke. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty much how the morning started. Yeah. Well, no. So, I mean, we didn't get to really enjoy the, the, the town we were in, but it was, it was fun. Yeah. A neat little grocery store, I found. Like, that was kind of fun. Um, yeah. And there was a great I, little coffee shop there. But I did wake up early and get a car wash in. There's a really nice little God, car wash in Bend. Cold. It was so <laughs> cold. <laughs> so cold. Yeah. Yeah. So, we you don't talk a lot in the morning. You know that? No. You're kind of quiet. I was tired. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> Long day. My teeth were making louder noises, chattering. They, uh, so they put filters in the floor uh, vents in the hotel rooms, and I was still like choking on smoke and trying to sleep. That's what the air quality was like in Bend. Well, so <laughs> I, I had a really nice room, but I couldn't figure out how to turn on the fireplace, and I got into bed, and I'm like, I'm like this, I, this whole room smells like smoke. Like, and no matter wherever I went, and then I went to lay my head down, and I was like, nope, it's me. <laughs> so, like, like, yeah so it was uh and the best part was i go at last that night i go to take a, like the hottest shower i can take and like the whole shower smells like smoke like because of me <laughs> like, okay so uh so we get up the next day and, and just so we're clear we, we we left friday we came back monday uh we went from uh to from seattle to bend well and yeah. then bend the second night to mccall mccall missoula missoula home right so we're uh second day we're headed to we're headed to mccall yeah <laughs> And so the day started out well. 
uh, had a really fun road out there. It's actually a pretty drive. Even in the smoke, it was still pretty out there. Um, we It was getting lighter and lighter as we moved east. But let me be clear, it was not clear. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. But it was somewhat, like, you could see more than 50 feet. So that was an improvement. Yeah. And because we left early enough, we had a lot of room on the road. It's just a nice drive out of Bend there. Um, we took the most direct route. Until we got to, where should we start with this? Getting there was easy, but my favorite route, one of my favorite drives in the entire state uh, is the drive between Copperfield, Oregon, I think it's Oregon, and McCall, Idaho. It's an incredible hill climb. It's beautiful. You follow a private road. So Oregon and Idaho Power actually own the road and the highway that connects Copperfield, and it comes right off the Hell's Canyon Scenic Byway. As we drove by Byway, I radioed back saying, hey, this is one of the best roads in the entire state just to your left. And we got a whole new one ahead. So I've been checking the routes the whole time. I should put a caveat in here that Garov, Garov and Vidya showed me like, hey, they're, they're saying like this, there may be some potential road closers. But I had looked ahead and that road was open. Yep. Vidya came to us with a live action map and was like, hey, this is closed. And we we're like, no, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, this is true. That was in Baker City. We had a great lunch in Baker City, and it was like, a, what, about a 50, 50 60-mile drive into Hell's Canyon? And yeah. And then uh, to, to the bottom of the dam. Uh, is that the – what dam? Is that the uh, – I forget the name of the dam. Yeah, it's, Hell, it's Hell's Canyon. It's right on the, the Snake River there. And it's uh, – <laughs> So we get all the way down there, and there's a road close sign. <laughs> and so the conversations start. Like, well, is it closed? Who is someone going to see us if we do this? Right. Allegedly. Because right on the other side of that road close sign is one of the best hill climbs you can possibly do. I mean, sure, if you miss a corner, you'll go flying off a canyon and into a river like 150 feet down. But beyond that, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was closed. <laughs> so it was a nice ranger. A really nice ranger. I got to give him some credit. Yeah. So I go up to the top there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go figure out what's going on. Because Dan, was, Dan nicely pre-ran the road for us to see. Yeah, just in case. Ahead of the, of the road close sign. Let me tell you, running that speed, that, that road, at a, of course, the speed limit entirely, the entire way up with nobody coming down, it was a, a very fun experience I would love to repeat. I don't want to fire again, but... You, well, you a couple of people went up there and did that, so... Yeah, 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 that turned out really well. But I went up and I talked to the ranger up there, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm just the person I'm looking for. And he goes, I don't know if that's a good thing. <laughs> but he was happy to see me. Uh, Is this it, infected? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> He was genuinely, it was funny, you could tell how bored he was because he was genuinely happy to have somebody come talk to him. And I was like, um, what's with the road? And he, go, he goes, well, we've been intermittently closing it off and on all week because of a brush fire. And he goes, normally people would just come up and I'd say, go ahead and go through, radio the fire crew, and you guys can just go right through because it's just a brush fire. It's not a giant forest fire yet. Um, and and then you can go through. He goes, but the the wind changed. It started blowing west instead of uh, or started blowing east instead of west. And now the brush is the winds of change. Yes, are blowing burning brush across the road, and they closed it for the weekend. Uh, for the record, that remained much closed much longer than the weekend. We tried to convince Garov to go for it. I know. Yellow Corvette, things on fire. Who's gonna know? Right. Right. Yeah. So I turn around. And uh, slowly go back down the hill at the current speed limit of the road. Allegedly. Allegedly. And get to the bottom and tell everybody the bad news. Um, had a couple people had some fun. Went back to the general store over there. 
where I got a conflicting report where he goes, yeah, it's been closed pretty much all week off and on. I'm like, oh, that would have been great to know when I'd called ahead of time. Like I said, I'd plotted this route forever and made sure it was open. I will say this, that, uh, is it Vidya? Is that the pro- Yeah. We did not get one I told you so from her. No. And I was really, I was really expecting yeah. one. Like, hmm, I wonder if, if somebody had only showed us this map earlier. <laughs> right. The interesting thing was the drive up there was, it was, it was kind of uneventful. But the drive back, like, I don't know what happened. Like, maybe everybody in town knew that the road was closed, so there was no reason to go up there. But coming back down was a spirited, fun drive. Yeah, there was like two cars for 60 miles. And one cow. Yeah, and one cow. One cow. One cow. Yeah, one, one small, <laughs> aggressive cow who didn't really want to get out of the road. No, that yeah. was his home. He was definitely a bull. <laughs> when they mean open range, they mean it. Jesus, yeah. But, <laughs> that's, um, that's happened to me more than once. But we, and you know, it's funny because taking these back roads, I didn't realize you and I have driven to Boise and to other places, and we've taken that, the main highway there through there. 84. Yeah. And I didn't realize where we were, like with that Chevron. <laughs> concrete. Like, yeah, I was like, I, was like <laughs> I hate that concrete place. <laughs> we had to we had to double back and we kind of and everybody was kind of low spirits in the fact that you know some of us had to split off because they had to be in McCall for some some other things and we proceeded to get on the freeway and I don't were you driving uh no no you weren't okay that's why we had fun um <laughs> We were on the freeway and doing, and I don't know if you've ever been on that section of freeway, but it's it's a little some of it's curvy and it's it's a raised freeway. Yeah, and it's it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's really a fun. great section of road. If there was not so many truckers most of the time, it is a riot. And we were definitely doing the speed limit. But the best part about when we were doing the speed limit is when you, there's a bunch of these speed signs that you go under, and I didn't even realize this could happen. There's a point, like, usually when you go past those speed signs, they, they're like, you're going too fast. There's a point when you go past them, if you're in the back and everybody else has gone past them, they're brightly flashing going, you're going too fast, you're going too, <laughs> like, there's a whole other program I've never seen before. Like, it's like, oh, cool. New highest score. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, so the worst part about this detour, though, was like, when you're at that point of that road closure, you are 40 minutes from a call. 40 minutes. And we were ahead of schedule. This was like just a 40-minute drive, and, the, and to get from the section of closure to the other side of that fire would have been about seven minutes of that 40 minutes. The detour to turn around and go the other way is three hours. <laughs> so we went from ahead of schedule, a perfect dinner waiting for us at uh, the Shore Lodge, by the way, which, which Alan and Tammy were already at, and we were very jealous of. If you've never been there, I cannot say enough good things about that place. Stay at the Shore Lodge in McCall. It. It's amazing. But... Three hours later, um, yeah, we took some the longest detour. And the worst part is, is if you've ever driven to McCall uh, in any direction at dusk, I don't know if there's any higher concentration of animals on the road in the entire nation. Well, we're we're going to get to that for just a second. But, so we stopped, at, we stopped back at the Chevron, which we had just been at, which really confused people considering all of us took gas and came back. And took more gas. And, and we're <laughs> Somehow all, we went through a lot of gas in a short amount of time. <laughs> that was <laughs> that still tank. the best story is the first day when like Alan, Alan's like, I got to get gas in the Lotus. And, and, he, and we had both gotten gas at that Sinclair. And I'm like, how much do you have less? He's like 65 miles. He's like, how much have you burned? I'm like, an eighth of a tank. <laughs> it's like, and I was following you. Like, how does that? So uh, the best part was, so we, we, we stopped at the gas station. And, you know, at, when people are hungry and they're aggravated and tempers, nobody in this nope. group gets mad at each other. But, like, I think it was Shauna. Shauna's like, you know what? Let's find a restaurant on the way there. <laughs> and at the time, I wasn't feeling really well. And to later know that I actually ended up having to get a root canal the next week because of, uh, this is why I wasn't feeling well. 
And I list, and like and I I gotta give Shauna credit because she was like, We're all gonna stop here. And I was like, Nope, I'm going to McCall. <laughs> I was like, and I was not real nice about it. I was like, I was like, I don't care. I'm just I'm going to McCall because I was not feeling good, like yeah. at all. So thank you for not just looking at me and smacking me because I would deserve it. But so basically we turn off of the freeway and we go into this town. You guys stopped at some what you guys stopped and had dinner. Idaho Pizza Co. Well, they had a salad bar. That's all they I do. heard about was a salad bar. <laughs> Which you had to use <laughs> Yeah, you were the, like prep for surgery. You had to like prep for surgery to get salad. It was oh, hilarious. Okay. Salad it was good surgery. Though. Yeah, salad yeah. surgery. Tongs, scalpel. It was like a repurposed Pizza Hut from the eighties. Remember oh, that when nice. they had the salad bar? Did they have the Miss Pac-Man game? I think they did have an oh, arcade. That would yeah. have been good. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty cool actually. Nice people. So as we're driving out of town wine. and losing <laughs> losing reception, and it's uh, Kevin and Judy is in he's in his nine eleven turbo and Garoff's in, right behind him, and I'm behind him, and it's starting to get dusk, and we're all talking on the radio having fun, and which by the way we need to work on Garoff because he had a passenger and he was always on the radio, and I'm like you have a passenger, <laughs> have her get on the radio, like and I could tell when he get on the radio because the Corvette had started to kind of swerve, so like, I can't imagine what she was doing, so. <laughs> Kevin and, and Garoff and I were kind of, we were having fun. We were allegedly, you know, we were having fun. And, yeah. we, and for some reason, we kind of slowed down. Yeah, you slowed down. I don't we know why. We have video why. footage of this. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know why, but um, out of nowhere, this deer decided it really liked the side of Kevin's Porsche. Yeah. Um, l- liked it well enough to sacrifice its life, the mirror, the gas cap, the... Oh, the, I added it up. It was the, he will need, from, okay, back in the day, I was an insurance adjuster. He will need a fender, a hood, a door, a mirror, um, a pillar, uh, a pillar repair. It didn't crack the windshield. It missed the so airbag sensor to... by inches. Uh, the headlight is destroyed. The mirror is destroyed. Which is funny. Had the deer hit the other, other side, side of the Porsche, we, we would have even we could have taken that headlight out and put it in Alan's Porsche, <laughs> and we would have been fine. <laughs> right. So this is the best part. So like instantaneously, we all have energy. Like it, we were all kind of dragging, and it felt like it was taking forever to get to McCall. And so we pull over, and like. <laughs> I got to put this gracefully. So we're on the side of the road, and and um, I, and I looked at Kevin. I'm like, I'm going back to check on the deer. And I looked at Garoff and his beautiful wife, and I'm like, here's the deal. <laughs> I may have to dispatch this deer, so <laughs> don't get scared if I do. <laughs> I'm gonna, we'll leave that to your imagination. So I went back there, and um, it, Kevin did a good job. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was an instantaneous death. But we're standing on the side of the freeway, and, and I kind of pick some stuff up, and there's deer poop everywhere. Mostly, I mean, <laughs> all over the side. There of his wasn't car. a lot left inside the deer. Let's just yeah. put it that way. And out of nowhere, and Garov can kind of attest to this. This government truck pulls up, like, and I don't even know where. Like, we're on a road, like it's starting to get dark. I don't know where he came from. And like this typical government guy gets out of. It. He's like, "You hit a deer back there." I'm like, yeah, no. Like, <laughs> is that what like, it was? Like, oh crap! And poor Judy's on the side of the road, just like shaking. Like, yeah. which I don't blame her because, like, that I don't know that thing hit the windshield, and I don't know how it didn't crash. It hit windshield. the A pillar with its well, head, and so you saw the. You oh, probably, probably yeah, saw she the. She got deer, a real Im- good view of what yeah, it was. The impact yeah. was the yeah. A pillar. Thank God. Well, we think ran into the fender and then the A pillar and then the and then we have a good video of it. It it it's super deer because it flew. Oh, it launched. So then the guy and you, looks, can, and you can clearly tell from the video nobody's speeding. No, no, it no, just, no, no. Just right into the car, and he he got all the way. Luckily, there's nobody coming because Kevin swerved enough to keep it out of coming into the car. Yeah, and the guy goes, "You hit a deer," and we're all like, "Yeah," and he goes, "What are you gonna do with it?" And I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, well, I don't have any gloves. And I mean, it did need to be pulled off the road because, like, there was a large crime scene. 
And like, <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'll take care of it. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to be that deer. Like, <laughs> and so we're on a, a freeway or like a highway. Yeah. And this guy, and this is at the crest of a hill and we're over the hill, slams it in reverse and goes reverse in the same lane backwards to the deer. <laughs> And I see some ruffling around. I don't, and I don't, you guys passed it. Did you see it on the side of the road? Not the deer, no. I think he put it in the truck. I'm almost 100% positive he took that deer and put <laughs> no, it in I the truck. Now I'm going to need a tag for this yeah, one. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Mama, we're having venison. <laughs> this one of them expensive German deer, the Porsche deers. <laughs> so um, it was just like, but it was the cream. Like a guy came out of nowhere and it was just like weird. So then I'm going to pick on Garoff a little bit here because I love the man. So I look at Garoff and I'm like, okay, here's the deal. I need you to lead because Kevin's only got one headlight, which by the way, one, a Porsche with one headlight, still a lot of light. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Garoff, don't get too far ahead because Kevin is trying to drive with one headlight. We have to tell him, like, Garoff, slow down. Garoff, slow down. The radios aren't working. It, it felt, we were probably 30 miles outside of McCall. It took, it, it felt like it took two and a half hours to get to McCall. It was ridiculous. And I got to, this is, this is the best part. We get to McCall and, um, we walk in. We walk into the uh, the lobby, and uh, Judy's shook up. Yeah. And, and Alan and Tammy are standing there. And Tammy has done whatever she can to get cups and wine, and we're and we're they're, we're pouring wine. And I look at Kevin, and I'm like, Kevin, and, and I'm chilling, and I go, look up, and the inside of this hotel <laughs> lobby is nothing but deer heads, and they're <laughs> everywhere, <laughs> and we're all just like, oh, okay, they're watching us. Like it was the funniest thing in the world. Um. And then the best part was, um, and I got to recommend this. We stayed, what was the name of this hotel? The one we stayed at? Yeah. Just the Holiday Inn Express, McCall. It had a funny name. Yeah. But across the street is a car wash. <laughs> or a strip your paint off wash. Yeah. Um, best car wash I've ever been to. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. I, and, I was ju- and I think people thought I was screwing with them. I'm like, careful. Like, when you pull the trigger, it's a little powerful. Like, because <laughs> I pulled the trigger and it slammed me against the wall. Like, <laughs> it took every bug and, and clear bra and everything off of there. Like, it was, it yeah. was live entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. We made it up and we were super paranoid the whole way. And I saw at least 10 deer on the way to get there. It Did was you? nuts. And it was just like, we were like, deer... More deer, more deer. They were everywhere. Yeah, they were just the warning. death wish. We were behind you. <laughs> you gave us the warning. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I got in, I washed the car off, and it was, yeah, you weren't kidding about that car wash. So, car wash from McCall, highly recommend. Unless t- you have anything you want to leave on your car. Good God. I mean, it works. So through this, you know, I have, you, I love my mother. But my mother is, is a worry wart to this day in the fact that up to this rally, like her biggest worry is, you know, don't hit a deer, don't hit a deer, don't hit a deer. Because in order to tell this story, when I was a child, we were driving back from 49 degrees north and she hit a deer. My dad hit a deer and they kept driving. And to this day, she doesn't know if it suffered or anything, which made it's why I wanted to go back and dispatch the deer. Because Right. So Kevin and Judy hit the deer. And we start driving, and the self-service comes on. And my mother hasn't called me in three days. And she calls me, how are you? And I'm like, why? What's going on? I'm like, Kevin and Judy hit a deer. I knew it. There's deer out there. You really got to watch for deer. And I finally look at my mom, and I go, yeah, well, I'm on the phone with you, and I'm driving, and there's deer. So I'm going to hang up. I love you. She's like, oh, okay. I don't know how moms do it. I don't know. It's, but yeah. They do have a sixth sense. They do. Sixth, maybe seventh. So... Yeah. They see dead deer. <laughs> it was red. 
No, um, McCall was uh, wonderful. We didn't get a, we didn't get spend a bunch of time there. Like I said, we didn't really get to do dinner. But um, yeah, the three hour detour put us pretty far behind from also, a magical town. Also, and because karma's a bitch to me, I was in my mind. I I was hurting. I needed and I need to get ibuprofen. And I didn't want to do dinner with you because all of my plans were I was going to go to McCall and I was going to grab a cheeseburger or something at a fast food restaurant. Do you know what McCall does not have? Fast food. Fast food restaurants. <laughs> So, yeah, everything closes early. Yeah, the Albertsons was nice. So, <laughs> they do. They have upstairs different. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh which is yeah, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was also so if you haven't been around Idaho a lot in general, so like there's Boise and then there's the rest of Idaho. That's kind of how I describe Idaho. Uh Just don't go to the top of the Idaho. No, don't. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Just pass through. Um but there's off-roading is a thing there like it's not anywhere else. And so there's us in town, and we have generally a really cool collection of supercars and the other side of Idaho, which is side-by-side, uh, what do you call those? Side-by-side side sport. Side. sport and uh, one of the biggest pontoon boats I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah. so there's this whole, like, I guess you could call it kind of like a, a motorcycle club, but with side-by-sides, driving yeah. through town, which I was very jealous of. There, and these and they had been out enjoying themselves because they were not clean. No. Yeah. So if you if you ever are if you're an off road person, Idaho is your place to go. McCall especially. I love that place. It's one of my favorite destinations. Lots of deer. Slow down. So I got to tell the uh, I'm gassing up story in the morning at the Chevron. <laughs> so I go I get up and I I'm kind of groggy and I go to Chevron to get gas and um, I'm going to try to 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 sell this story without being derogatory to the person I'm going to tell it about. It's and funny. as I pull into the gas station, I see this woman who is pushing this baby, and it's a very good-looking baby. And the person pushing it, I'm assuming, is the nanny because she doesn't look like the baby. And the baby is grinning and, and up, and I go, oh, that's a beautiful baby. And without missing a beat, she looks at me, and she goes, he needs a new daddy. And I was like, <laughs> okay, getting in the car. Like, I was like, okay, that's your baby. Got to go. Bye. I was like... And just so we're clear, the voice I used for her, not exaggerated. <laughs> he needs a new daddy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> good God, what'd you do to the old one? <laughs> I can tell he was good looking. <laughs> so, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, uh, so it was a good time. Yeah, good times. <laughs> good times. Uh, when we came out of McCall, like, and it was funny because we had a conversation about it when we finally stopped. Like, it was like 30-some degrees, like yeah. 38 degrees. Yeah, so one of the reasons we didn't do the, the rally later, and I was really worried to, is because of that. Uh, in fact— uh, I wanted to go to Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently uh, it was going to be snow. Yeah, and then it did. Uh, snow would have been better than fire, just so we're clear. Yes, it definitely would have. We should have gone to We would have been able to see the deer, too. Right. So we, we were talking about going to Glacier, but yeah. a weekend late, it actually snowed uh, this weekend in Glacier in Beartooth Pass, So and it is officially closed as of— next weekend so yeah i was definitely i was legitimately worried about snow definitely was not as concerned about fire until that week but, yeah one of the elements yeah but leaving mccall uh the next day was pretty much uh, pretty great actually uh kevin and judy stayed with us like the troopers they are and went into the small town of Whitebird, idaho which uh we had a really fun time getting to um <laughs> so we were coming down the canyon we made friends on the way well, no, we did. that was weird. Okay, so <laughs> we had we were we were coming. We, we had we I forgot where we were at. Like we were we were north. Was it north of Whitebird? No, no, no. We were, we were south of Whitebird, coming south up toward Whitebird. Whitebird, which and is these long. If you've ever been on that highway north, it's a beautiful highway with really really long sweeping turns, and they're passing zones through the turns because you can see one end to the other. Nice little towns you go through. FYI, some of the towns have brand new Chevrolet GMC 
trucks that are cop cars. Yes. Very nice police cars in that. And on that so drive. we uh, we we have our radios on and everybody, and we're kind of losing reception. And all of a sudden, we're hearing cops. We got a cop. We got a cop. There's a truck coming up behind us. It's a cop, and he, he was coming up, and he was and and the best part was he passed some people, and I'm not going to say who they were because they turned around and abandoned us. <laughs> Well, on the radio going, hey, there's some cops. Yeah, just keep grinning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're so adverse to cops. Um, <laughs> and so he's, and he's, he's got his lights on, and he would come up, and he'd, he'd cut in between us, and he'd turn his lights off, and then he'd come up, and he'd turn his lights off. And we didn't, I thought, we, we were under the understanding that he was probably going to do, and I've seen this happen before, it's happened to me, where they, they go all the way to the front, and they pull everybody over. Yeah, and the funny well, thing was is we actually weren't really speeding. No. We were just having to pass <laughs> all the time. But it was funny because all the information that Dan and I wanted to get out to people, we got out that time. Like, okay, if he pulls you over, nobody knows anybody. No, <laughs> you, you just happen to be on a rally with these people. Don't, you know. you know, yeah. With yeah. all the same stickers on your do not throw, Do not throw anybody under the bus. And he comes flying up behind me, lights on, just everything, headlights and all that. Shuts them off. And I'm like, and of course, like, I am puckered. I'm grabbing the seat with more than yeah. just my hands. Like, what, did he, what did we do? And all of a sudden, he... It, Everything comes on, every the siren, everything, and he just zips out of the lane and off the freeway and down into a boat dock. And I'm just like, uh, okay. So I don't know what was going on down yeah. there. There was no fire. There was no nothing. But uh, we, needless to say, we, we then we then got into Whitebird, and we had to wait for some of the people that abandoned us, the mutiny that happened. It was a lovely little town, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I want, well, the, 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 uh, the bar in Whitebird is for sale. And I think it would be a really fun place to own. And just so we're clear about, you know, we've so, spoken about it before. Dan and I love dive bars. We were in Whitebird at what, 9.30 in the morning, 10? Yeah. They were drinking in the bar. <laughs> <laughs> we went in to use the bathroom, which is nice. The best part is Whitebird Bar, the front of the bar is you can smoke. And there's a large hallway and then the back of the bar is there. You can't smoke in the back of the bar. Not that there's anything stopping the smoke from the front of the bar going to the back of the bar. <laughs> But um, lovely town. We pull in, and I had never been there before. And within seconds, this older lady comes out, and she's like, oh, you guys have fancy cars. Are you guys going to go drive the old, the old, the old highway? Grade. The, the old, old grade. grade highway? And, I'm, and we're like, yeah. Like, and Dan had spoken to me about this, and I was a little worried. Like, Our original plan was to close down the grade and do some runs, Yeah, some safety runs. Yeah, well, not close it down. Just go up and then have somebody stop at the top and then radio down so that yeah. anybody, so you can know when people are coming up and down because you have good radio signal because it's, if you haven't seen the Whitebird grade, it's huge. Like, you're at the top of this giant peak looking down. So it's, it's not direct line of sight, but great with the radio. And it's not straight. No, it is all. very, very twisty. Yeah. And so, but the town is great. They actually love people stopping in. They're really, really friendly. Everybody's nice every time I've been through. It's a great stop and it's a great drive. Going up that grade is one of my favorite things to do. Uh, it's, I've done it many, many times and every time it's been great. This time, they well, decided... The bottom to, part was great. The bo- well, it's funny. The last time the bottom part wasn't great. Last time they had regraded the bottom section for like a mile, but then it was just perfect. The rest of the way up. I mean, a little bit of gravel here and there, but I mean, it's it's an off, you know it's middle of nowhere, so you expect that. There was not a little bit of gravel this time. Well, we, we you heard we, you heard Sean figured it out for next year, right? We got the phone number to call for the pro- yeah. like, to figure it out. But basically, what had happened is if you know what chip gravel is and the fact that they put gravel down and then they put a substance that kind of seals the gravel down. Mm-hmm. The top part of the grade, they had put the gravel down, but they hadn't really put the sealant, and it f- looked like whoever was <laughs> taking the gravel truck up there was had been drinking at the bar that morning. Yeah, and the gate, the tailgate was down the whole time because there was piles of gravel. Yeah, it wasn't like they had like filled a spot; they had filled it 
and then doubled up. And so like you'd come into a corner hot or like you're just a straight section. You're breaking for a corner and then boom, gravel. And not a little bit like jump your car gravel. Yeah. So still a fun drive, still a riot, um, but I hope it's clean next season. We have a much better way though. We have the number so we can call ahead and get to them. Well, we'll just, we'll just buy a street sweeper. <laughs> right. Send it up there. I don't know who the guy. So when we were driving up there and we were radioing, there was one guy on the whole grade driving a Dodge pickup, and he was literally going 15 miles an hour. At most. It took him forever to get to the bottom. But um, we had some great drives up there. Um, people, people, the bottom section, people kind of got to have some fun. Um, talk section was a little bit, yeah. yeah. I, but, pushed, uh, I pushed a little hard. Yeah, well, I'll put the route up. Um, it's part of the endurance drive route. You'll see it. It's the old Whitebird grade. It, Awesome town, really friendly people, and I love going back there. And once that gravel is kind of brushed away, it'll be the great drive. It's always, it always it wasn't has that been. bad. Nobody cried. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> um, some people cried a some little people bit. Cried, oh, some people cried. Some people cried a lot. Uh, <laughs> unnecessary crying. We had uh, we had, had lunch in Grangeville, which is ironically where my family is from. <laughs> really good milkshakes, by the way. Yeah, really place is good great. milkshakes. Yeah, very accommodating. Yeah, um, and then we decided we d- we decided we went over Lolo Pass. Yeah, which was awesome. Which incredible. Um, have you not done that? I don't know how we got so lucky. There was hardly any traffic. Basically, Lolo Pass is you come out of Idaho and you're going into Montana. Yep. Yeah, is, it yeah. ends it ends in Missoula, and um, it's it's a famous motorcycle route. I gave everybody a big warning ahead of time. Look, every time I've done this, it's beautiful. It's scenic but don't expect really fun driving because you often get stuck behind people for like 50 miles at a time the passing zones are super short they're like motorcycle only passing zones that's that's how we describe low low pass it's like the only section that's really good is like you have these really brief sections that maybe a motorcycle can get through at full tilt and that's about it um but for some odd reason we only had like four or five cars to pass it was for and it it was it wasn't high speed stupid driving, but no. it was just it was like big sweeping turns, and everybody had a really good time, um, and enjoyed themselves. And nobody and nobody was doing anything stupid. We 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 had a wonderful stop at the top. Yeah, and uh, Sierra led a wonderful yoga session. Yeah, um, <laughs> very which, impressive. Which is very impressive. You know, I wouldn't have gotten in that grass. Um, <laughs> Deer ticks. Yeah, <laughs> the only thing at the top was these kids in this side by side. They kept doing laps around us. They had started drinking early. <laughs> I kept well. That's true. They were. That's true. It's Idaho, <laughs> Montana. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, highly recommend Lolo Pass. We ended. The, we ended the day in the Come On In in Missoula, Montana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we should go. You know, it's the kind of place where they've got a water fountain in the middle. That's got a mounted <laughs> mountain goat taxidermy goat taxidermy goat on it. Which is fine when you re- if you don't see it when you come in, but then when you've been having a few drinks and, and enjoying things, you look out the window and you're like, is there a goat in the lobby? <laughs> <laughs> there was. I want to talk about that more, but i got to give a shout-out to The Keep. Um, the best restaurant I think we had on this trip, for sure, was this place in Missoula called The Keep. Beautiful restaurant. Getting to there was interesting. <laughs> I had fun. Yeah, so driving I up the hill, chauffeur. I'm like, that's an interesting deer statue. That's a lot of deer statues. That's a lot of deer. <laughs> It was like, I'm used to seeing deer in the woods and crossing, but this was like suburban neighborhood front yard. Here's a hundred deer. Well, to be fair, we were on the outskirts of Missoula. Also, my chauffeur did not, and I did not see any of those deer, which kind of made me pucker when we got to the restaurant. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. Yeah, we handed out a bunch of awards. A special huge thanks to Griot's Garage for helping us out with that and keeping our cars clean. I don't think Alan's ever going to accuse me of sitting at the kids' table anymore, I'll tell you that. No. But, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a good drive back. I, I was surprised on how quickly we got back from Missoula. And, like, nobody was, like, speeding. But it was, like, I feel like it was – well, I, I just 
like what it took to get back wasn't didn't seem yeah, ninety a long was time. easy. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna talk about the hotel oh. and laugh. Um, mainly somebody's room <laughs> with the two queen beds. Oh, jacuzzi Joe and a jacuzzi in the middle of the room, not in the bathroom, not to the side. The middle of the room divider was yeah, a jacuzzi it tub. It didn't work because uh, we're all thinking it. There was too many mirrors. <laughs> you know the best thing about uh, and I got I got to give a shout out to Joe. The poor man made all of his reservations and he just wanted a large room because he's a big dude. But every place they we went, they gave him a hotel with a jacuzzi in it. Like that was not the first room he had with oh, a jacuzzi in it. So it was just like it was a bad porn set. Yes, but <laughs> it really the, was. The great thing about Joe's room is it had a nice outdoor balcony, which was. Not outdoors because it was indoors and it was over the lobby and had a great view of the goat. <laughs> right. And like I said, I'm sitting I'm sitting in Joe's room and I had a couple of whiskeys and I'm like, I swear to God, I'm looking at a mountain goat out there. And it's like, <laughs> and it's eye level. Like, you know, like, it was good. It's good times. Um, it, it, it was much needed. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think actually Joe told us that the fact that it was like, I don't think I realized how much I needed to get out of town and do something. And, you know. Yeah. In spite of, the difficulties this rally pre- uh, presented, I guess I should say, I got to give it a hand. None of it was your fault, by the way. <laughs> I know you hold a heavy heart for this stuff, but it's not your fault. It was extremely difficult. I know. But uh, our participants made it awesome. We actually had a really, really good time in spite of constantly trying to find different ways to get to places. I know a hundred different ways to get to every town in Oregon now. Uh, yeah, I mean it's <laughs> not intentionally. The roots but will be clear next year, I guess. I don't. Know. I hope every yeah, uh, yeah. I'm still sad about the amount of devastation those forest fires had. That was it was a tough to see all that and drive through it. Like as much as I'm, you know, oh poor me and my rally, man. Like Oregon. Yeah. Do you, got, do you think Garoff had to be driving like throwing cigarette butts out the window? Right. That, the that whole time. Just it's seemed, just irresponsible. It seemed inappropriate. Like, and they said his <laughs> name on it. This Corvette. It's just like wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, it was a gr- it was actually a great time in spite of the difficulties. Um, everybody was awesome, and everybody made it back eventually. And and the last shot at Garoff that I'll take. If you don't know Garoff, his license plate says Yellow Jacket, and that's the only bug he didn't hit on this rally. <laughs> Pretty much everything else was on the front of his car. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah. between him and Davis, yeah, they definitely decreased the bug population. Okay, which we I have, thought there would be less of the not, smoke. The vote has not come in if 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 that person that was on the rally driving Davis's car was actually Davis. Because that person didn't wash his car on the rally, which is weird. Um, so we're not sure it's Davis. I mean, who knows? That's true. <laughs> so. All right. We'll be right back after this yeah. break. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. Have you seen, I know know it's a little off topic, but have you seen that video of that guy that's got, uh, it's a foam cannon, but it's an AR? (laughs) (laughs) If not, we'll put it in. It's one of the coolest videos in the world. I hope they ship all those to California. <laughs> you can't have an automatic foaming gun. <laughs> yeah, it's a foam cannon. It looks exactly like an AR with a hose stuck to the bottom. It's pretty cool. And the literally the magazine is the soap. Yep. So, yeah. Because why not? Yeah. Right? Why not scare your neighbors while washing Can your you car? Can you imagine that? You're driving down the street and see some guy with an AR like spraying down his car. Like, yeah, okay. 
I kind of want one. <laughs> oh, I do too. Also, and, and I want to make another recommendation. Um, there is a wonderful video, and we will again we will link it in the description. Uh, Bruce Camp Canapa 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 Designs. Yeah, I didn't realize that he's now taking in all the nine five nines from around the world and redoing them. And he's been doing that for a long time. He's but, the nine fifty nine guy, and I didn't realize that, but. Uh, they did a wonderful video of, of a bunch of these cars and walk around, and it's incredible what they're doing to them now mm-hmm. to make them modernized. Not that they have to do a ton, but um, uh, it's it's a really cool video. So we'll link that in the in our description as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I'm gonna spend a little extra time on Avance this week. Um, they're doing. Okay, so we have the standard events kind of 928 as they're doing to drive everything at Emerald Downs, which they haven't done in a while. It's a Monday. Yeah, it's a Monday. Oh, okay. cool stuff. Hey, COVID. Got to do things differently. Sure, I got gotcha. um, So if you haven't been to one of those, super fun. Uh, it's yeah, maximum of 20 cars per session and $60 per car and driver. Uh, Solemn, figure eight, mini autocross. These events are always worth it. Uh, sign up on the Avance.com site. There should be a link in there. Uh, then October 11th, uh, Dirtfish Thrill Rides. So if you haven't done Dirtfish or you haven't been for a ride in one of those cars with a professional driver, it'll change your life and drain all your money. That's my birthday. We should go. We should totally do that. We yeah. totally Happy go birthday. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, we've, 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 we've been supposed to go to Dirtfish for like my two birthday. Years? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Okay. Make sure you remember. Yeah. You definitely need to go to <laughs> Dirtfish. Yeah, okay. That needs yeah. to happen. Yeah. Um, but they're doing a, we lost a good one mm. this week and I, I want to put this at the end of the episode because this is a really fun episode, but, uh, we need to talk about Sam. Um, a good friend of ours and uh, a big member of the car community here passed away from cancer last Friday. Uh, we recorded this on Monday, so it's still pretty fresh. Uh, Avance is going to do a memorial day, uh, memorial cruise for Sam work. Um, he had been fighting cancer for five years off and on. And it's funny when somebody's fighting cancer, you don't think it's uh, going to be a sudden thing. Like, you know, you think you're going to see it coming, but I had talked to Sam like a week and a half ago, maybe at most when this came out and he, I got that super 73 electric bike, which, uh, him and I always talked fun stuff like that. Skateboards, cars. And Sam, he was, Sam is one of these people that if you've met him once, you were his friend. Yeah. You want to be friends with Sam. And he was just such a kind person. And like very, I hate to say this, but there are very few times when I get messages like that and it stops my day. Yeah. And this stopped my day. <laughs> yeah. It's, it did a lot of people. Um, like I found out early from, uh, he was good for good friends with Griff from combat flip flops. who was on a show earlier. And he was the reason I found out about combat flip flops is, uh, he was an early investor in the company. He believed in their cause and, Sam was super generous, and if, like I said, if you, if you met Sam, you were his friend. Uh, even, you know, you didn't have to agree on the same political beliefs or whatever, but everybody, Sam was a good guy, and uh, it just, it seemed like, you know, a week and a half ago, it was like we were making plans to hang out, he was going to come ride my bike, because he couldn't get one, because they, the, they were on back order, and he was like, I was like, yeah, man, come ride mine any time, he didn't live that far from me, and then, uh, you know, I, I see Friday, Griff is, you know, saying goodbye to Sam. And so it uh, it took us all. It took the car world here by a, a big surprise. Like I mean, it wasn't a secret that can't, he had been had health issues, but nobody knew he was as sick as he was. Um, he definitely didn't lead that on. I mean, like not even like a week before he passed, he was joking on Facebook about stuff and making us laugh. And then he's nothing. Funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, Avance is going to work and do a memorial cruise for Sam that uh, will be a big part of and we'll report on. But. Uh, yeah, we miss you, Sam. Yeah. So most definitely. I just sorry. It's, yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's just. It's never easy when you get people that you care about or you knew intimately or you know casually. Yeah. 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 Sam was a 
the epitome of a good car guy. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of fun. He had a great collection of cars. I was going to say a lot of fun cars. Yeah. yeah the Unimog. He just built that vintage Alpha. Too, yeah, yeah. Huge garage. Yeah. He had a uh, Quadrifolio. I mean. Yeah, I remember I met him. I, he had just gotten it. And we, I met him on Mercer Island that time. Yeah. That was the first time. Yeah. Okay. So. You got anything cheerful, Dan? Jeez. <laughs> God. Yeah. No, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to. Um, things are slowly opening back up. Uh, people are getting out more. I mean, it's it's slow. Uh, but as we, we have seen businesses start to open up more, and as we traveled, uh, restrictions have become a little more lax in some places. <laughs> I was laughing because I didn't. I was talking to somebody online, and I was like, "Yeah, we had a party the last night." And they're like, "How did you do that? You can't do that." And I'm like, uh, "We were in Montana. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> easier that way." I was like, "And it was a large room, so we could stay away from each other." So. Yeah, it's a very large room in Montana. Yeah, exactly. Just somebody stay in the hot tub, <laughs> jacuzzi tub, or whatever it was. Yeah, with a jacuzzi yeah. in the middle of the room. Yeah, pretty okay. Just knock it off, Dan. <laughs> Uh, so we got we got uh, we got the Avance Drive coming up. What else? Anything else coming up? Uh, that's all I've got listed for now. But Pe- you know, people have to be. I said it last week. People have their the magazines have got to be showing up in the mail. I yeah, they should have be dro- been dropping. I think today and yesterday they should have started all, all started showing up. That photo of me in there. Oh, that's a great one. I love that photo. Yeah, you make an excellent seam. Yeah, I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> yeah, I blame Carl. No, I'm not even in the seam. Jared's in the seam. That's Jared's <laughs> head in the seam. So yeah, whatever. And, and, that's Carl. I, Carl is after me. I I noticed this, the 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 thumbnail of last week's episode cut me straight out. So. Is there something you need to tell me? <laughs> I bring Carl fries. Uh, no more fries for Carl. Yeah, yeah, he can go home and eat fryless. <laughs> I'm angry. No curry, no fries. Yeah. So. He, he ditched us for curry already. Look at that. That's fine. I understand. He'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we have another good guest coming up uh, next week. We've got uh, the new CEO of LeMay. We'll wait to announce that later. Yeah, that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's our rally recap. If you have any questions about the routes, um, it's something I think. Are we going to put we put the routes up? On? Yeah, I'll put most of the routes up. Um, when they're not on fire, they're excellent routes. Yeah. You can go through them. Uh, highly recommend all of those drives. Uh, just maybe not during an apocalypse. <laughs> uh, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, uh, for this episode of RCS, uh, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>